BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. And I'm smiling on my face because I just realized, like, I think today is a day for chili. You think, I mean, the weather. It just weather, started to rain. The weather, I did check the weather app and they said cloudy with a with a chance of chili. Chili, yeah. Which is my personal favorite <laughs> weather forecast. I agree. It did start to rain as I was walking in. I was getting some drops on my thoughts. Yeah. Which was exciting. I could see a chili happening today. I really, really could. I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there, not just for us, but for all of those who really kind of crave like a chilly moment yeah no you guys this might be our day i don't have all the ingredients mostly the Me meat i actually have the meat and that's really for us like being kosher if you have that you can get everything else like at the grocery store but you have to call the kosher butcher it won't come till so eight you're saying we have the meats no i'm saying dun 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 da 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 two things one i just want to say ben drove me to work today because we still oh, we, sweet. we have the car because yesterday we borrowed Ben's parents' car to film, I think, our best work yet. I've watched it three times, and it's almost an hour. Okay, so I watched it while editing it. Mm -hmm. Then before I exported it, I watched it again because I was like, I don't want to have to make cuts because mm -hmm. it's going to take a while to export because it's so big. And then I watched it once it was published. And I have to agree with you and everybody who we've sent it to, and I mean the toasters have, and the Patreon members have seen it, like are saying our best vlog yet. I watched it again this morning while doing my makeup, and I was just, like, hysterical laughing. It's honestly such premium content. Like, we went, finally, on our a fast... A year in the making. A year in the making. We did our fast food mukbang vlog. We took the car. We went to New Jersey. That means cream. And we went to three fast food restaurants. We won't spoil. And we tried the menu items that we were craving and that we're able to try. That we and saw fit. We stuffed our faces stuffed I was having crazy belly problems the whole day after you know what I really wasn't and actually the fullness was so fleeting like two hours later I was like I wish I finished that by the way when I was re-watching the vlog and I was looking at all the nuggets I like put down because I'm like oh, I don't want to get too full moron I should have brought them home with me I was so upset no, I watching agree. by the way we took two bites of everything like two bites of the frosty no, I ate that burger besides the burger we had two bites of the frosty two bites of the sundae like we didn't even finish the McFlurry like what were we doing no you get so full so fast on that food but it's not it doesn't stick with you because it's not like good quality. it's not sustainable it's not nutritious there's not really like an integrity of the meat would you say there's not an integrity of the calorie by the way that's just like an inside joke from the vlog so it's up on our patreon that was our fourth episode for this month it has been so long awaited and honestly I wouldn't have done it any other way like I think it's so premium yeah and it's almost an hour and it's just so fucking good so check it's, that out it felt like filming a reality show honestly because Jackie? we had like the dash cam cam 
camera and we were just like sitting there like Kim and Chloe. We were literally like in a Range Rover with GoPros. Like I was feeling, really feeling myself and I've never in my life like itched for a reality show. It's actually something I promised I would never do. But I don't know, just like sitting in my car where like, you know, those mounted GoPros are at such a flattering angle because they're like a high above. Plus you get like the natural light. Yes. Car lighting is so good. I was thinking, I'm like, this might be for me. Yeah, no, I agree. We will definitely, I mean, the mukbang people were loving it. I think eventually we should do another one going to the ones that are opening mm-hmm. on the strip. You, If you watch the vlog, you, you know, know, I don't want to spoil. But there are so many more fast food chains out there waiting to be reviewed by us. A hundred percent. And then I think like, well, you're pregnant now. So like maybe after like you're good and ready, like we have to do a West Coast mukbang because there's like Carl's Jr. in and out. Del Taco, like mm. there are so many West Coast. And then maybe we do like a Southern regional, like we do like a Whataburger. There's just so many. And this is something I can definitely, you know. Franchise. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's a really good idea. But, and I agree we should wait till West Coast till I'm fit to travel. Yeah. But um, I do like doing it while pregnant because I'm doubly hungry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So I had extra room. So the other thing I was going to say was like Ben... I could not fall asleep last night. I don't know. I had so much on my mind. I have so, like, I'm now in the phase of my life where, like, a tour is coming up, and I have nightmares every night about the tour. Like, last Mm -hmm. night, I had the craziest dream. Ready? Mm -hmm. I got to my show, and, like, nobody told me that it was, like, actually a variety show, and there was, like, all these different acts, and, like, nobody told me how much time I had, and, like, Dave Chappelle was there, and, like, it was just, like, a nightmare, and then, so random, in my dream, Batsheva from Unorthodox Life was, like, talking shit about me to all the other comedians and like I had to confront her it was a very bizarre dream um so whatever I couldn't sleep but I was like a little grumpy this morning like I'm entitled to be grumpy it's the morning what else are you supposed to be so Ben picked me up and I was like I wasn't even being mean I was just being like quiet and he's like just on the car ride here just like commenting on my temper you know he's like are you grumpy I'm like it's the morning like can I just sit in silence oh Jesus and then like when he dropped me off I was like being nice because I'm saying bye to my husband who I love and I was like giving him a kiss and then he was just like commenting on my temper again, like, oh, you're so positive. Like, this this is all wrong. Jackie, I was like so irrationally angry. I got out of the car on the passenger side and I left the door open. That's funny. <laughs> so Ben had to get out of the car, like in traffic and, tra- and close my door. I was just like wanting to, I just want to feel justified, like in that he was being annoying. Am that I right? That sounds annoying to me. Yeah. I really don't like it. If nothing's like tangibly bothering me and I'm waiting for you to ask what's wrong so I can tell you what you of did course. wrong. But you know, there are other times where I'm just, it's called a mood. It's not even a mood. It's the morning. I'm tired. Like, no. you fell asleep at 11, Ben. I didn't fall asleep till 2. I agree. No, that would really bother me. Like, just constantly being commented on. Like, yes. my state of mind. No, no, no. It's nobody's business. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. It's nobody's business. I guess that's why, you know, your husband shouldn't drive you to work. I know, but it was so convenient. Especially because the second I stepped out of my house, it started to rain and I would have walked. Mm-hmm. And I was really grateful for the for the ride. So I put up with the, uh, with the commentary. Yeah. Um... We have a, literally an amazing show for you guys today that's going to be six hours long because we've got the Fast Five stories, which are do. so important. No, and they're meeting. Party. Yeah. Party. And then we have a little TV recap because I watched so much cable television last night that I'm just dying to talk about. And then it's Tuesday, so we have Dear Toasters, which is our advice segment, which is really a highlight of my week. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be doing today. That's what we're going to be tackling. I think we should get into it. Me you too. know, the only thing that we really did yesterday was mukbang. So if you want to see what we were up to, head over to patreon.com slash morning toast. Not only do you have the mukbang of a lifetime waiting for you, but if you join today, then you have so much content waiting for you. Like it could get you to next year. And also 
if you watch the mukbang from yesterday, you'll really see like, you know, behind the scenes of what it takes to film a successful mukbang. It is stressful. It is. You never see that side of it, you know, on the other channels, those YouTubers. Like, yeah. The, the, the those the LA trash. YouTubers who like sit in their car and eat and talk to the camera, like that looks like a dream job. Yeah. It does. And it was incredibly stressful. There's so much trash that accumulates, like the traffic, finding a good parking spot. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Plus, you got to give it your all, you know? Well, and I, I believe we did. I believe that. that we did. So patreon.com slash toast. You will not regret it. So much premium content there. And then you can also request the videos and podcasts that you want to see from us. Mm, that's true. You know, we everyone has a voice there at Patreon. We, I think we kind of launched as Patreon with like as an initiative to give a voice to the voiceless. And I think we've been successful in that. We've achieved just that. So without further ado, moment of silence. Daru. Miss you do. Miss you brew. It is time for the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. And today is brought to you by one of our favorite sponsors making a return, Third Love. We put our bodies through so much, pushing them to the limit for sport, family, fashion, or just plain fun. And when you think about it, it's pretty incredible that our bodies keep up. And Third Love is here to keep up with your body. And Third Love, if you've been struggling to find a bra that fits, a bra that supports, Third Love is the brand for you. Like Finding I feel like a bra that fits can change your your whole life. Like yeah. it can change how the way that your clothes look on you, the way that they fit, the way you feel, the support, the back pain, especially, you know, if you're a big breasted woman like many of us are. Mm-hmm. And especially in pregnancy, like these titties are changing. And They're Third changing. Love is keeping up with the changes. So here's what's so great about Third Love. First of all, their sizes. They have bras available in exclusive half cups. They have underwear, loungewear, activewear in sizes extra small through 3X. And for like most of my life up until I took the third love quiz, I did not know what size boob I actually was. And they have a really, really detailed quiz. It's like a personal shopper. They focus on size, breast shape, current fit issues, and your personal style to find bras and underwear that are perfect for you. They've helped almost 18 million women find their true bra size. And that's like the biggest value add of third love. Like yeah. the size. I never even knew my size existed. Also, don't sleep on breast shape because you do your quiz, which you love. You just feel so seen and heard. And they have all these different breast shapes and you really feel so seen. You're like, oh yeah, that one looks very familiar. Yeah, I know her. <laughs> third love is also the largest donor of undergarments in the U.S. partnering with organizations across the U.S. They have donated over $40 million worth of bras to help people in need. And there's just like not a reason that you shouldn't be shopping at third love. Um, and we also have a code, so that'll help. So right now, you can get 20% off your first order at thirdlove.com slash toast. That's 20% off at thirdlove.com slash toast. I've been wearing Third Love bras since they became a sponsor, and it's truly a life-changing brand. Like, this is why we do what we do. 100%. First story, another reason why we do what we do. Justice for the girls has been served. R. Kelly has been found guilty on all counts in sex trafficking trial. Ooh, fly. R. Kelly was found guilty on Monday of sexually abusing women, boys, and girls for decades, capping the 90s R&B superstar's stunning fall from grace. The crooner was convicted on all nine counts against him, including racketeering and violations of the Mann Act, which prohibits the transport of any woman or girl across state lines for any immoral purpose. Kelly, who was wearing a blue suit and white mask, sat stone-faced next to his lawyers as the verdict was read. He faces 10 years to life in prison at his sentencing, which is scheduled for May 4th, 2022. Ooh, that's in a long time. This May. But, like, we know he's guilty. Like, why can't we just sentence him today? I never understand that. Me neither. Seven months. Well, you know what? This is just a fab. You never know, you know? Like, 
with these types of situations, there's so much evidence. And for some reason, like nobody ever goes to jail, mm -hmm. you know? Like I always think of Kevin, the Kevin Spacey situation. Like one day, like boom, the trial was just over. Like, so the fact that justice was served is so beautiful, stunning and smart. And I don't know, I just feel like we've all been along for the ride. And you know what? That documentary was, re I, I feel like, I don't know how the legal system works, but I feel like the documentary was so instrumental in this happening. Like it brought so, people were obsessed with that documentary and it brought so much light to the R. Kelly of it all. Yeah, I agree. I wonder how it did affect the proceedings, but it definitely also garnered a lot of interest, which puts more pressure on like the judicial process yeah and what's so crazy is i remember when watching the documentary like legal proceedings had like started but he was stalling so much mm -hmm. which it is your right to a fair and speedy trial but like if you and your lawyers want to slow it down then like you can and i just feel like it's been such a long journey with such a wonderful result and i am very much looking forward to justice being served and it has been served and that is cause for celebration and it's a, it's a celebration yes are you ready for our next story, which is just some really surprising, surprising news. Yeah. And I need you and myself to help dissect okay. what I'm seeing. Angelina Jolie and The Weeknd uh, are fueling dating rumors I know. with another dinner in L.A. So they were spotted together once. In June. And then they were spotted together again at an Italian restaurant, Giorgio Baldi in Santa Monica, which is a romantic restaurant. It was a date. And they arrived separately, but they left together after a couple hours inside. Okay. I think this is so bizarre. Like, for <laughs> a million reasons. To me, The weekend is, like, the coolest guy in Hollywood. Like, he's, like, just everyone wants to be his friend. Everyone wants to, like, make music with him. He's, like, cool, cool, cool. Like, only dates, like, you know, young models. Like, he's just a very specific type. Mm -hmm. And how I perceive Angelina Jolie is, like, nobody in Hollywood really likes her. And she kind of just gives me, like... What's the right word to use here? She gives me like, like she's a witch. Do you know what I mean? Not in like a <laughs> mystical sense, but I feel like she's a witch. Like she's a wicked like, person. I don't know why I just get that vibe from her. And The weekend is like this cool guy everyone wants to be friends with. Like talk about opposites attracting. Again, that's just how I perceive the situation. Okay. Interesting. I also think this is a bit of a mismatch. I... I never got witchy vibes necessarily. And I feel like for so long we got like cool, sexy vibes. And then there's been a real fall from Grace. With her divorce. Since the divorce. And like Brad is like the most lovable guy. Uh -huh. And there's definitely bad blood. Um, and I just, they must be going into business together. There just, has to be some like sort of J -Lo project. And ben Affleck. There has to be some sort of project on the table, for sure. Yeah. I cannot wrap my head around this. It seems so random. Like, you just pick two celebrities who work, like, in different industries, have different friends. Like, I could, how did these two even meet? Like, for real. I don't I feel know. I like Angelina just, like, lives in, like, a chateau in Italy and, like, never leaves. It's beyond strange. It's beyond weird. Like, and I'm sorry, I do not ship. No, I don't ship either. And, but I do, I do always like to be surprised. You know, I feel like everything is so calculated these days. Nothing is really. That's true. I don't really see a headline. And I'm like shocked. I'm like, what are you guys writing about right. now? Like this is nonsense. So it is nice to feel like I saw something that like you didn't see coming. It's nice to feel something is what you're saying. <laughs> and it's nice to be a part of something. Well, I just like got like a watery eye. Are you getting emotional over this beautiful matchmaking? I am because love is a beautiful thing. Oh my God. Are you okay? Are you actually crying? No, I. Uh, Something went into my eye. Oh, okay. I feel like it might have been that fly that had been swarming. My eyes. Wait, also, 
I just find it crazy that Selena Gomez will have dated the same person as Angelina Jolie. Sure. Isn't that like a crazy part? No, not for me. Why? Just isn't. They're just like, first of all, like not to be, you know, rude, like the age. Yes. So for those wondering, she's 46. He's 31. It's not that crazy. But how old is he? 31. 15 years. She is 46. Mm -hmm. Oh, I thought she was much older. Maybe because she's so mature. Yeah, she's definitely mature. She's like very involved in like the UN, you know, like she was giving me like 55 vibes, but she's 46. Yeah, no, she's 46. Never knew. No, it's not like the age difference isn't that crazy. I just think they're it's just weird. Like the weekend is just like so cool. Like he has a song with Kanye, you know, but I think for a lot of people, I, I, you know, Angelina Jolie is so cool. You think? Yeah, she's like, you know. Megan Fox like she was well Megan Fox and I I think for us who read like the tabloids every day like we see her for what she really is which is witchy totally (laughs) but for most people like when you think of like sexiest woman alive it's Angelina Jolie so like yeah yeah I mean I used to think that like back in the Mr. and Mrs. Smith days I just feel like she's so low-key and then she just like I don't know like she stopped being like that girl and then she was like you know philanthropist humanitarian world traveler i think for a lot of people she's that woman now and they look at this and they're like go weekend is your birthday got it she gives me like like for me i don't know i can't really put into words what i think about this situation <laughs> like i told you it was it was gonna baffle us okay because like for me this is like we've when been I, stumped okay when i we've yeah, been we have been stumped because <laughs> when i think of angelina like she gives me a similar vibe to amal but Amal doesn't have that witchiness. Like, Amal is kind of like this ethereal, like, woman of the world. Whereas, like, Angelina's that, but, like, with a cloak of darkness. I can't explain. No, like, I does mean, anybody know what I mean? I understand what you mean, because, like, she wore the blood and, like, made out with her boy, her brother. But And she's just always, like, wearing, like, black frocks. I don't know. The difference between them is Amal is a famous humanitarian. Lawyer. Right? Mm-hmm. And... Angelina Jolie is a famous person who became a humanitarian. Yeah. You know, it's like the activist. Literally. I don't know why. I, maybe I need more time to ruminate on this. I haven't given much brain power. But I do need time to, like, come to a conclusion on why this feels so odd to me and, like, why... I could see, like, Angelina... Okay, I could see... This is going to be mean, but I could see Angelina, like, you know, wanting to be with The weekend. But I can't really see The weekend wanting to be with Angelina. Does that make sense? Yeah, I... The words you said made sense. I don't see it for either of them. Or I see it for both of them. I think it's equal levels. Oh my God, there is a fly. There's that fly. And you know what I think? I should have just killed it. I think it's because of the plant. You think if I turned around right now, there'd be some sort of infestation? I'm I'm looking. At the bottom? There's definitely something going on. We talked about what's been going on with McPlant in the mukbang. If you guys want to check it out at patreon.com slash morningtoast. There doesn't appear to be anything nefarious going on with the plant. Well, there does appear to be something nefarious going on overall. But, but I do think maybe after this show, it's time to To say goodbye? Dispose. Yeah. Should we do a little funeral for McPlant and do a vlog? I completely agree. <laughs> okay. McPlant, you were there for me when nobody else was. You literally and figuratively had my back. You gave us life, McPlant. And we didn't do the same. And we took it away. Amen. Rest Amen. in peace. Amen. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah, I would say that. I think that you are. You look ready. 
You have your collar. Mm -hmm. It's actually a dickie, but thank you. Okay. SNL announces who is and isn't leaving the cast. Yeah, well, yeah. So here's what's happening. Everyone is staying except for Beck Bennett and Lauren Holt. So when I read this, I did have to Google who Lauren Holt was. Which yes, I, I have do, a photo for you. Which I feel like means it was her time. Mm -hmm. She just did not leave a lasting impression. Her I'm, debut was just last season. That's so, so sad. Just, I guess it just wasn't a fit. But it must be so hard to make an impression. First of all, in such a big ensemble cast... Be, you're not she wasn't a featured cast member she was like there's two tiers like featured cast members and then like the cast and she was on that and like I'm sure you can write and pitch but not every one of your sketches is going to get picked up some of them get cut for time so it must be so hard to like stand out um and she just did not so I think that her being let go was probably the best choice. I was surprised by Beck Bennett. I mean, I don't like die for him and I don't think he's that great, but he's in every sketch. You know what? Okay, I don't... I just... for To put some respect on his name, like, he really is a, a an important person on the show. He plays, like... He could do any impression. He does everything, and he's really in every sketch. Yep. Like, he's never the star. It's nope. never like, what's Beck doing? Not everyone can be the star. No, and he is just, like, a really strong, solid... Completely agree. ...person, and I think that his absence will be very much felt. I agree. I thought this was kind of weird, like... Well, I mean, maybe he has some other opportunities. I think that he's been on for a while. I think that, you know, this isn't so crazy because people have to move on at a certain point. Sometimes you, you get so big at SNL that, you know, then when you move on, you're like Tina Fey. Yeah. But other times, like, it's just a one step and then you're going to take your next step. And he's been in some movies and stuff. And has he? Yeah. I've seen him around. Let's find out his. Well, the interesting thing about this news was, like, I remember at the end of last season, we thought a lot of the cast members were leaving. Like, Cecily Strong at the final episode of last season was, like, very emotional. I thought for sure her time was up. And I do think her time is up. A lot of people thought Kate McKinnon would be leaving and she was not, which is wonderful. I think nobody really thought Keenan was going to leave because he's just like the the stable figure that we all need mm -hmm. um and he really is in every single sketch so the the big time people nobody left pete davidson is still on michael che colin jost no only those two left so really it's not it could have been more i thought shocking. i remember having a conversation at the end of last season that they were going to like clean house yeah oh. but they didn't and what they did do is promote Chloe Bo Feynman and, and Bo and Yang are now series regulars, which as opposed to like that second tier that we were just talking about, which I think is fabulous. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. And now they brought on three new comedians: Aristotle, Athari, James Austin Johnson, and Sarah Sherman. Wonderful! Can't wait to see what they have to offer. I do think that Chloe Feynman and Bo and Yang are the future of the franchise. So love to see respect being put on their names and can't wait to see what they bring to the to the writer's table. Yeah. I think overall it could have been a crazier shakeup. It's yeah. not. I think I will miss Beck Ben and I, I think he's really funny and he always understands the assignment. Always. He's I feel like he's just like a very hard worker. Like kept his head down, like did exact never was atrocious like never was the best but like never really flopped. Never. No, I think I th I completely agree with your assessment of the situation. So Good luck, Beck Bennett. Good luck out there. Yeah, Godspeed. Looking forward to seeing you. I looked at his IMDb. He's been in a lot of animated things, so maybe he's got some in brewing. He does have, like, that kind of voice. Yeah. No, he's very talented. He is. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Lisa Vanderpump is making uh -huh. headlines because she Because her show said, premieres tonight. What show is it? Is it the Vanderpump one? Vanderpump Rules. Oh, 
know. I know. Somebody told me that yesterday. Actually, you know, I keep telling people that. I want to double check. Somebody told me that yesterday because I was on live and they said, are you going to watch Pump Rules tomorrow night? Um, and is it just me or they've done no promoting? Yes, today. Okay, cool. Season nine, episode one. Well, that's exciting. Yes. Why aren't they promoting it at all? I saw some stuff, but I just assumed that like when they announced that the show's coming, it's going to be in five months. So I, right. I didn't get excited. I just saw a trailer like one or two weeks ago, but no commercials, like nothing. Yeah, no commercials. Just like from following Lala, I've seen stuff. Right. Okay. Well, anyways, Lisa Vanderpump is drumming up some interest in herself by saying that Kyle Richards spread Erica Jane rumors at Andy Cohen's baby shower party. So in a recent interview with Daily Mail TV, Lisa reluctantly claimed that it was former bestie Kyle Richards who spread the rumors about Erica Jane's financial woes at Andy Cohen's baby shower in 2019. So Camille Grammer had previously claimed on Twitter that a West Coast-based housewife and good friend of Erica's circulated stories about Erica at Andy's star-studded party. When asked who it was, Lisa said, it could be the person that my that Ken kicked out of my house, meaning I just, Kyle. I just don't believe this one, because if something is coming from Camille Donatachi Grammer's Myers' mouth, I'm just, re- I'm reluctant to believe it. She's so thirsty. And we know she has this, like, very weird alliance with Lisa Vanderpump. Um... So I just feel like this is something they concocted in their heads to maintain relevancy when both of them are so irrelevant now. Interesting. I don't know. I agree. Like, you definitely have to consider the source. I think Lisa, if she could take anyone down with her, it It would would be Kyle. Kyle. Like, I think she's mad at all the girls. But if she could really get only payback for one housewife, it would be Kyle. Because I think the betrayal is the deepest there Mm -hmm. for her. So, yes, you have to consider that. But then also... When you say stuff publicly like this, like in an interview, like you don't necessarily lie. Like, I don't know. Like who's, how do, there's no proof that this is true. It's all I don't hearsay. know. I could see some other housewife popping up. There were so like many women me. there. No, I'm saying I heard that. I, w- I overheard that. She said that to me. Someone to corroborate her story. Yeah. So I guess we'll wait for that. I do like, and also what was she saying? You know, she could have been saying something that wasn't nefarious, but just true that, you know, Tom is in a lawsuit. He know. was always in a lawsuit. Kyle is not stupid. Like, let's say Kyle knew. I don't think Kyle would be running around this, like, Housewife Bravo event talking shit about a cat. Like, I just don't think I don't, Kyle's okay. stupid. I think that's one extreme version of what happened. They're giving us nothing about what she actually said or did. Right. I don't think she was running around saying anything. Maybe she had a conversation with someone one person and mm. she just mentioned Tom's legal woes because he had other, like just like Dorit Lawsuits, has, Kyle yeah. has. I don't think Kyle knew about you know widows and orphans. Yeah. Oh, for, and nobody victims. did. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't think it was that extreme, but I think she might have mentioned something, and now Camille is like making it bigger than a it mountain. is. By the way, that's a very good assessment of the situation. Thank I you. I feel that. So it's neither this neither things are true, neither things are false. Did you see that Andy went on Jimmy Fallon and said the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills reunion is going to be not one, not two, not three, but four parts? Yes, and I know I'm supposed to be jazzed about I it. I am. You're jazzed, Jackie. First of all, I just they have to make up for those New York Times slots that they didn't sell. That's possible. But I think, first of all, there's, like, a, so many things going on. There's the Erica Jane of it all, which really needs, like, two episodes. Like, there's so much. And then there's also the other shit going on, and it's a pretty good season. Like, I think that four is definitely extreme, but I'm very – I mean, I have to see what they give us first. Andy was on Watch Happens Live with Sutton, and they were just talking about it. Like, they both had this trauma that they, like, lived through going through the reunion. And I think it's going to be premium. 
And you know what? I would rather watch a four-part drawn-out drawn Beverly Hills reunion than one-part New York reunion. Agreed. And I'll... I'll be open-minded. Just keep in mind that means we're going to be recapping Beverly Hills reunion for a month. No, I know. That's insane. Insane. And I better get the answers. That we deserve. And the justice that I'm looking for. You know what? Uh, you know, I should have screenshotted it. I saw this post. Like, I just follow all these, like, random Bravo accounts. I saw this post that somebody posted on Reddit. And it was just, like, their thoughts on this whole situation. And it was so well said. Like, can you imagine if this situation was going on with a housewife in a different city? Like... This person basically wrote, like, imagine if there was someone on Atlanta who went through this. Like, Kenya would be chewing her out. Nene would be inviting the victims to a dinner party. If this happened in New York, Bethany would get to the bottom of it in 10 seconds. Literally, Erica Jane is so lucky that she is with this group of, like, honestly, wussies. Like, who will not ask a question. And the only one who asks literally even the most, like, modest question is getting chewed out. Like, Erica has no clue how good she has it. Because if she was on another franchise with some of these other sleuth... Megan King Edmonds. Imagine what these women would do to Erica. Like if they knew the magnitude of what was going on and we're filming with her. Like, so the fact that she's having a fucking sissy fit temper tantrum over Sutton just saying, I don't want to be sued. Like she doesn't even know how good she has it. Agreed. It was such a well said Reddit comment, comment, which is so rare. I was shook. Yeah, no, I agree completely. So I hope someone fucking lays into her. At the in the reunion. reunion. Yeah. No. Even if Erica is completely innocent and has no blood on her hands, we have to be asking hard questions. And currently, we're not. And we're all like, yes, yeah, Sutton. When Sutton is like low-key doing nothing. Like, she's not even asking hard questions. No, but she's, but she's doing the only more one. than everyone else. Right. I agree. I agree. So if the reunion doesn't give us that, I'm going to be really fucking disappointed. Like, and you know what? Like, Andy has given me little to no faith that he will actually take matters into his own hands. When he's spoken on the, on the Erica Jane case on Radio Andy and on Watch Happens Live, he's so, like, cautious and nice about it. And I just don't think... And then, you know, if the Monique of it all... Is any is indication. Yeah. We're getting, we're getting this nothing. This is not a man who serves justice. No, we're getting nothing. Fuck. And you know what? I've been like on this Andy Cohen like downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And if he fumbles the ball on this reunion, I'm letting you know like it is the nail in no, the coffin for it's me. It's going to be a turning point for me. If he fumbles the ball, on, if, if the whole show fumbles the ball on this reunion and we don't get like the justice and the answers and the questions that we're looking for, like next season for Beverly Hills for me is up in the air. And you know what? It's like up in the air. When I think of how hard everyone was, like the Housewives and Andy at reunions on Teresa, when like Teresa definitely committed crimes that were victimless and that really were perpetrated by her husband and she's just like... Not the smartest. Right. But everyone like came for her so hard. Like we need that energy times 11. Right. And I just don't... I, I don't have faith that we're going to get it, but I don't want to be negative. I'm going to keep an open mind, but I'm just letting know if we don't get it, things are going to change around here. I completely agree. Thank you. I'm glad we're on the same page. And that page is brought to you by Bolin Branch. Mm. Bolin Branch started with the mission, produce the highest quality sheets in the market and make the world a better place in the process. And today they're still the best choice for anyone who wants comfort that last. Their signature hemmed sheets are beloved bestsellers for one good reason. They get softer with every wash. They're buttery soft, lightweight, and they're made in 100% organic cotton sateen weave. It's perfect for all seasons. They come in a variety of colors and sizes. They stretch from twin to California king. 
They're also made with toxin-free process and a fair trade certification to ensure workers are paid a fair and living wage. So I just have to say I've had Bowling Branch since before they were a sponsor because I did a swipe up on Rach Parcell's Instagram story and it was the best decision ever. I'm very particular about my sheets. One, because sheets have a big impact on your hair and skin and because I'm a very warm sleeper and I just feel like not every sheet brand is catering to my sweaty neck. And Bowling Branch is. They are temperature cooled. They're so fabulous. And they're gorgeous because, you know, you got to have that Rage Parcel vibe. You gotta. To experience the best sheets you've ever felt, choose Bowling Branch. You can try them worry-free for 30 nights with free shipping and returns, and our listeners can get an exclusive 15% off the first set of sheets with promo code TOAST at bowlandbranch.com. That's bowlandbranch, B-O-L-L, and branch.com, promo code TOAST. Thank you, Claudia. Just wanted to follow up on something I spoke about yesterday. I have made the decision to go see Olivia. I know. Um, I honestly, I think that was part of the reason that was keeping me up last night. I'm so excited. I'm so jealous. She's like obviously planning. And by the way, we, you told me that you had to take off Friday, which really was like the, the thing that I was like, okay, well now I have, I can go Thursday. Yeah. So I'm spending Thursday to Sunday with Olivia and Michaela and Zach. And I'm just so excited. Olivia's like, I'm going to make a nice Shabbat. We're going to go to the club for dinner. And I just don't even know. I'm bringing my bathing suit. Like, I just feel like. Are you, you might not be coming back. No, 100%. Like, I'm, I'll make Olivia podcast with me, like, all week and next week. Like, oh, and I think I'm going to vlog for the Patreon, like, my whole trip. Uh, but I also want to enjoy, so, like, I might forget. But I'm going to try. Um, I'm so fucking excited. Like, that was what was keeping me up last night. Like, I miss the Kaler, Ashri Shapiro so much. I'm so jealous. I know. Like, I'm seriously so jealous. I have a nice weekend lined up for myself in Brew, but. Oh, you're bringing Brew? Yeah. Brew's That's invited. so nice. It's so Should nice. I bring Theo? Ask Olivia. It's just more about the plane. Like, I'm traveling by myself. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. He's a big boy. Big boy. Big boy. And he's them boys. And he's making noise on a plane. And I'm sitting in coach because literally it was crazy. No flights. Everything sold out. And so expensive. Wow. And the airlines have zero respect for human beings, let alone animals these days. Good luck to you. There are no animal rights on planes anymore. It's actually disgusting. It's so crazy how all the airlines got together and said, fuck these animals. No, they literally were like, where's PETA on this? I was just thinking. Like, it's so crazy. They just woke up one morning and decided, I think I'll ban the animals today. If you've been watching, like, at first they tried to kill our pets, throwing them in the overhead bin in the cargo space. Oh, and like that wasn't enough to get people to stop bringing their pets on planes. Fine, we'll just ban it. They yeah. tried to make it so that we didn't want to bring our pets anymore by making it unmanageable. You know, you land, your dog's belly flipped, and your dog is dead. Then they're like, oh, that didn't work. People are still, all right, I guess we'll just ban it. But they tried. They really did if try. You've been, but like, if you've been watching the situation closely, it doesn't seem so nefarious. I just don't know why, why it has to be this way. My one airline, just one, won't stand up and say, we will take your animals. <clears throat> and I understand. I mean, they said there was a lot of incidents and accidents and biting happening oh, on, with people's dogs on the planes. But what about for those of us who didn't have those incidents and accidents. Yes. Yeah. Also. Why must we all be punished? I'm just waiting for one person, one wealthy person to start an airline. And it should just be called Humane Airlines. Where we respect people. We respect their property. We respect their feelings. We respect their pets. And their, and their personal space. So it's an airline where you pay slightly more. Not anything crazy. Slightly more for just really every row should be two decently sized recliners. Like this three... Also, like, we're living in America. Like, not everyone can fit in those seats. Like, I just think two big recliners per... I'm not even asking for anything so crazy. I don't need a lay flat bed everywhere we go. But I just need an airline called Humane Airlines where you can bring your pets 
we won't be rude. You won't, you can't be rude either though. That's the thing. It's a social contract. Cause some some don't get me wrong. Some people, some people, but are these animals. days, but these days, like when you see the viral airline videos, it's the airlines. No, these days when you see those viral, literally people. I saw the craziest video. This guy had to be. This guy had to be sedated and taped to his chair. It's the passengers. No, I don't agree with that at all. Oh no, I think it's the airlines. Like your two-year-old can't keep their mask on and he has oh, asthma and you get way, kicked off the flight. That's moronic. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like people literally like starting fights. I see the craziest shit. Like people, I don't even know. Like I just see it all over TikTok. Like people acting like animals and like getting thrown oh, off the plane and delaying. That's TikTok stuff, sure. Delaying the flights, like people just trying to get home to see their family, delaying for three hours because like you are fighting with the person next to you because of like elbow room. Like it's so stupid. You, those people, we are separating them. I don't want them here. Okay. I do not want well, them here. Also on Humane Airlines, might I suggest my very ergonomic theory for airplane seats. Instead of three and three, we get two, two, two. Yeah. That way, everybody's on an aisle. Everybody's happy. Nobody's in a middle seat. Okay, I also saw on TikTok this rendering. It was like a possible idea for how to lay out a plane, and it was pretty genius. So I can't really explain it. Okay, so it's two, and then behind you, there's like a set of like three stairs, and then another two above you, so that you can lay flat on top, like a bunk bed almost. It, it sounds like a concentration camp when I say it, but if I show you this rendering, like it actually looked pretty fabulous. Okay, show me the rendering. I want to look at the plans. I've got to start saving my TikToks. Like I can't remember. I'll find it. But I agree. Like hum I'll start to go fund me for Humane Airlines. Like as long as we can get like some Fortune 500 CEO to run it, like I'm fucking done. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It's, it's gotten to be too much. Too much. Now are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh my god, already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, sorry. No, I'm not. No, you're not ready. I didn't know if you wanted a little musical performance. It's the final story. fifth and final story Facebook is pausing work on Instagram kids app amid growing scrutiny yeah I think that's best I think that's best Facebook has announced that it's pausing its Instagram kids project in order to quote work with parents experts and policymakers to demonstrate the value and need for this product the announcement follows criticism from 44 state attorneys general who asked Facebook to abandon the project and a request work request from democratic lawmakers for more detail about the project you guys yeah, it's such a weird idea like per, how about permanent pause you know dissolve good. the branch these kids are already not okay we've as we've demonstrated on the show so many times no and it's like we're already so worried about like what for as long as i can remember like you know be careful who you talk to on the internet and what we're gonna make a platform just for kids, so like people who are freaks, like know exactly where to go. Oh, I wasn't even thinking about that aspect, oh, like was. how to catch a predator, go on Instagram kids. Right. But I'm thinking about like the social dilemma. Of the course. The campers aren't okay. The campers have anxiety. The campers don't know how to socialize. And these kids need to get off their phones, not have reasons to spend more time using technology. Here's an idea. Go outside. Complete. Oh my God, you're like so Michelle Obama. Like, get up, get out, get healthy. 100%. No, 100%. By the way, these kids are not well. And I think that the, this is giving me very much vibes of like the activists. Like, who thought 
producing this app, producing this television show would be a good idea. And then like, I love when they announce it, like we all have a normal human reaction. We're like, what the fuck? So problematic for so many reasons. And I'm so here for the cancellation of Kidstagram. I don't know what it was going to be called, but very much here for the cancellation. Very. And I don't believe in cancel culture. <laughs> but very much. It's a pause. It's pause culture. Permanent pause. Permanent pause. Let's just not forget the permanent. Part. I just really hope they don't come back to this. Like, I just hope that they can find a dignified way to say, you know, we fucked up. We fucked up. Let's just, you know what? It's okay. If they, if they never. It's okay to make mistakes. If they never bring it up again, I will never bring it up again. You know, like I don't want to be embarrassed. I'm not going to rub it in. I will never talk about this again, pending that this pause is just like, we all just forget about it. You know? I totally agree. We need to focus on what the kids actually need. They need more Health, counselors. They counselors. Need, they they need actual like guidance counselors. Counselors in bunks. Counselors in bunks. We need to renovate the bunks and we need to get the kids out. Like the kids, I really like, these kids are not well. Like I think they've all been cooped up inside their house for a year. In addition to like all of what happened before. In addition like, to being a Social kid. media, being a kid, Even, comparing like, just yourself. Like kid things for, for generations. Then they've been stuck with their parents for a year, not seeing their friends, not going to school, not going to their soccer practices. During these developmental years. It's not like I just didn't see my friends from 25 years old like, and I'm you know living with myself. And like, you're fully developed like the kids, you guys. I'm really kids. worried about the kids. This cannot go forward. No. This will be truly like the straw that breaks the kids back. Yeah. And the campers cannot be walking around with broken backs. The campers can't sustain much more. They cannot. So that's what's the latest with the campers. Um, so yeah, justice for the campers, justice for the girls, and those were our stories. Those were our stories. Feels so you needed to know them. And now TV recap? Yes. Okay, so I watched so much cable television yesterday because we were talking about last week how we both wanted to start watching The Voice. Mm-hmm. And then it was just on and I was flipping through the channels and so it was Dancing with the Stars. And the recap of Dancing with the Stars and The Voice is brought to you by Overland. I'm excited. Me too. I love Overland. You got to tell them what it is and then I got to share my experience. There is, no, yo, you have, a, you have a story? Um, Yeah, I've been living in my Overland. There's nothing we do every day that is comfier or more luxurious than slipping into a pair of Overland sheepskin slippers. They're a family-owned American heritage brand that puts comfort and quality first for nearly 15, 50, excuse me, years. They offer outerwear, accessories, and home decor that is all made from sustainable natural fibers like sheepskin, leather, and wool. They use expert craftsmanship to pair the highest quality merino sheepskin which is naturally moisture wicking, temperature regulating, and antimicrobial with supportive memory foam in order to make slippers that feel better and wear better for longer. And it's something that really sets Overland apart. They're one of the only brands in the world that use true double-faced sheepskin, so the suede you see on the outside is the same piece as the fluffy fluffy sheepskin you feel on the inside. You're getting top-quality material because it has to look and feel great to meet all of their standards. So, I mean, you really cannot put a price on comfort. And I actually wore my Overland slippers on the show last week, and I got so many compliments. I'm obsessed. I have the same slippers that you have, and they're literally getting me so excited for fall. Like, can't think of anything better than standing in those bad boys making a chili. That's Ooh. when you know that fall is here. Chill. You guys, those slippers are so damn comfortable. And they have a nice grip at the bottom. So if you do find yourself being Outside. over and leaving the house in them, it will be okay. Don't wait another day to slip into something way more comfortable. Get the best, highest quality sheepskin slippers on the market at overland.com slash toast. And if you use that link, you'll get free shipping and free returns. And we recommend you go today because these slippers are so beloved that they've been very known to sell out. That's overland, O-V-E. E-R-L-A-N-D dot com slash toast. Overland dot com slash toast. Thank you, Claudia. It's a pleasure. Now, please share your experience. I didn't watch much TV last night. Okay. So let me just quickly get through the voice because I'm obsessed. 
So I feel like I've watched The Voice in the past, and it's always about the contestants, of course. But, like, for me, there's so much star power on the judging panel. Like, I didn't even care about the contestants. Like, I was just obsessed with watching them all, like, banter. And they all really have their own thing going on. Like, the the dynamic is basically John Legend is really quiet. Like, it's actually crazy how shy he is. I'm Maybe not shy, maybe introverted. Like, he's so quiet, it's so disarming. It's just, like, not what I expected from him. Then there's Ari, who was, like, obviously the most famous person there. And, like, they're always just, like, joking. Like, if Ari turns around, like, they're never going to get the person that they want. Because, like, who wouldn't want Ari? But doesn't she have a maximum amount of people she yes. can take? Okay, so. But she's also very selective. So, like, once she turns around, like, it's over for everyone else. And they all just, like, start crying. And she, they're just, like, talking about how famous she is the whole time. And she's, like, so humble. She's, like, oh, my God, what are you guys talking about? Like, you're Kelly Clarkson. Like, you're Blake Shelton. Like, you're John Legend. Like, she's so we, – we stand a humble queen. And then Blake is obviously, like, his, like, annoying self. But it's actually quite endearing. And he's just very funny. And then Kelly's a fucking queen. And I just, like, love her so fucking much. And she just wants to, like, help her, her team, like, so bad. And you just love to see – people out here respecting Kelly Clarkson and for the most part they really do I do wonder how it works because obviously like if people turn like you know someone turns around and like you want them but they need to even out like the teams like you have to go with Kelly even though like you wanted Blake or something like I wonder how that works what do you mean like because not everyone can go on one team so like you can't like they have to spread out like where people go no, but, like, Kelly wouldn't turn around if she didn't have any more spots left. No, I know, but, like, let's say Kel- Kelly has, like, this fly is terrorizing me. Let's say Kelly has, like, one person on her team and Ariana has, like, four out of five. Like, they have to, like, spread it out. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's up to Ari. If she doesn't want to fill her last spot with this singer, she it won't just turn feels around. Like, it feels like they're spreading it out on the show. That's all I'm saying. Okay, but I, I feel like as a judge, you would want to spread it out yourself. Like, this, fifth, this singer better be the best thing you've ever heard if they're going to take my fifth spot. It's easier to get Ari's first spot than her fifth spot. I just feel like they're spreading it out. Okay. And there was two people last night who had, like, all four chairs to turn. One was this, like, cutie. Okay, by the way, you would have loved him. He's, like, from Tennessee. He's obsessed with playing the fiddle. He got, like, so famous playing the fiddle, like, in his town that Ricky Scriggs, who I think is, like, a really famous bluegrass singer, asked this kid to open for him at the Opry. And it was, like, the highlight of his life. His dad starts talking about watching his son play the Opry, and they start crying. Like, I'm telling you, I was hysterically crying. But he also loves to sing. And he came out and sang this country song, which I didn't know. It's called Tulsa Time, which was, like, annoying. Because like, whenever people don't sing songs I know, like, it just makes it worse. But everyone turned around for him. And, of course, he went with Blake. And it was, like, so cute. It's so cute. And then this girl came out. She sang Rocket Man by Elton John, and everyone turned around. It was spectacular. Like, I was, I had chills down my spine. I have a question. Who do you think Ari is taking the most contestants from? Because, like, I Kelly. Oh, you think people who would normally go to Kelly are now choosing they Ari? They really are very similar. They're, like, belty queens. Like, with, oh, crazy vocal range. And they're both, like, pop. Interesting. That's like, tough. Like, I don't feel like Ari's taking people from Blake. Like, no, that fiddler wasn't choosing Ari. Never. Like, <laughs> so, Blake is so country. John Legend is so R&B, soul. Ari and... Kelly are both pop queens and they're both known for their like unbelievable vocal range. So for me, like if I was going on, like I would have a hard time choosing between Kelly and Ari. Who would you choose? I think I would choose Kelly. And this is why I think Ari has the best voice ever. And I think that like she was just born with it. And I think Kelly has an amazing voice, but has trained her voice over the years so much to like hit notes and work on her breathing. And I feel like that's the kind of help I could use. Like 
it's so like maybe I don't know this to be a fact. It just feels like it's so easy for Ari, and I feel like Kelly like works at her talent. Yes, and also I think Kelly has had to work harder to make a space for herself like in the pop world. I mean, there were so many albums that she did for labels that like just didn't understand her like story brand mm -hmm. person. You know, she always talks about like. The, some of the albums that she made that like she had no control over mm -hmm. and I, I just feel like Ari was like born to be a pop star exactly like and I feel like Kelly's just had a hard time until recently honestly like finding her space in this industry yeah no it's extremely recent it's just and so I don't know I just feel like I love someone who struggles so, like everything in Ari's life is just like it all happened so fast you know she was Nickelodeon and then she was the biggest pop star in the world like I just feel like I would relate more to Kelly's musical and professional journey I agree with that I would who just, would you choose I would choose Kelly because, yeah. you know, I just want to get to know her, see what she's all about. Yeah. Um, I do think that actually, like, Ari, like, she's literally our age and has all the same interests and, like, would, would be, be best, best friends. friends. But in terms of a coach, like, Kelly gives me counselor energy. Okay, but then there's also this thing where it's like, okay, if you're a country singer, yeah, of course you want to be mentored by Blake, but then you're also, like, competing against all the country All singers. the other country singers. So when Ari and, like, Kelly were trying to persuade this fiddle kid they're like, okay, obviously Blake is the obvious choice, but do you really want to? I don't have anyone country on my team. Like, you would be the the country. And person. when you go into the ring, the battle rounds. Yeah, it's not country on country. Exactly. So I actually kind of agree with that. They make a lot of good points. It sounds like no, and it's so fucking funny. Like, uh, basically, Blake Shelton says that he's like old enough to be Ariana Grande's grandfather, and they just keep calling him grandpa. It's just they have the best banter. It's so premium and I just never really thought I would be like a girl who watches The Voice. I feel like I'm officially like an old person. I feel like old people watch The Voice. Old and young. I think well, that Ari you, now. Yeah, no, she is earning her keep. Like yeah. she said she would bring in a new demo and here you are. And here I am and she's excellent. She's so sweet to like everyone. She's funny. She's great. Like I think that these four should be on the show forever. Wow. Like I don't ever and I remember I used to watch with Adam Levine. I found him to be annoying. I know people really liked him. I'm, I'm not glad he's gone, but like I wouldn't be watching if it was him. Like these four are perfect. Oh my God, I have to watch. It's so good, Jackie. You will love it. And the singing. Like this girl who sang Rocket Man, all four turned around. I believe she chose Ari. She was, I never heard a voice like that in my life. Like it yeah. was unbelievable. I think I recorded them, so I'll, I'll watch You should. Them. Also, you can just watch them all on YouTube. True. Then I watched... Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. So there was a lot to unpack. And honestly, I got so bored by the end. I didn't even watch You Got Eliminated. I believe Christine from Bling Empire went home. No, she didn't. Oh. Um, the guy from Cobra Kai. Oh, okay. Martin Rove. Uh, Martin Cove, I think. Um, I was watching it. I'm like, obviously, he's the one who goes home first. Only because, like, it's so hard to dance, compete with everyone when you're that much older. And I never heard of this man. So... It was his I'm time. Sorry, I thought I saw name. Christine went home. Okay, never, never mind. So here's what happened. Cheryl Burke, who is partners with Cody Rigsby, tested positive. Yeah. And they had just been together, so he couldn't go to the ballroom. But they are going to let him still compete. I don't know with who, but I'm sure he's quarantined for like a little while. And we watched their performance that they had in dress rehearsal, which was like them in their studio. And it was... It was dark. Like, it was not. <laughs> but with Chuck's, it was such a well-choreographed routine, and Cody's, like, so good. I would have loved to have seen that on the ballroom. Like, it was so high energy. They danced to... I think they danced to Camila Cabello. Oh, yeah, don't go yet. 
don't, which I really like that song. So we did miss out on that, like for sure. Um, and everyone is just like getting really good. I'm sorry, Olivia Jade is very good. And like her and her partner have amazing chemistry. Is he married? He's that. dating someone on the cast, or he's married to someone that's on the cast. That's too bad because there's a lot of I think so. chemistry between them. Let me just. I think her, her partner's Val. Val Chermakovsky, but there was someone else on the cast with Chermakovsky. I know, that's why it's confusing. So, Cherm- I think he's married to Pacha. No. He's married to Jenna Johnson, okay. who's partners with Jojo Siwa. Okay. Jojo Siwa was, okay. She was good. She was fine. She was good. But? She was just fine, like, for a dance mom. Amanda Klutz was unbelievably radiant and gorgeous like she did this gorgeous dance like a Frank Sinatra song it was so elegant so old Hollywood so everything of the sort and she's such a good dancer it's like not fucking fair who cut the best scores oh I don't know the scoring is so irrelevant to me let me tell you why because somebody will do like good if they're like a really bad dancer so it's like graded on a curve you're saying it's graded for no not even on a curve graded for the person okay so like if I'm like a bad dancer, but like I, Martin Rove's ten is different than Am- Amanda Klutz's ten. So right, so I'm like someone who's a bad dancer, but this time I kept up with all the steps. I didn't like drop anything, but I wasn't obviously like giving it, you know, the best technique ever. I'll get a seven, but then like Amanda Klutz, who's like very talented, like they'll point out her footwork problems, yeah, and she'll get a six, yeah. So it makes no fucking sense. Okay, I, but it also makes it a little bit more fair because otherwise Amanda's getting a ten every time if we're all graded on the same scale. Well. It's dancing with the stars, not dancing know, with the scale. Teaching with the stars, like yeah. Sorry, I have to think about how I think how how I think it should go. But Christine from Bling Empire basically said she's obsessed with dancing with the stars. She's every year, like since she moved to LA, like she used to enter in a lottery to win tickets. She's been. They had footage of her sitting behind the judges like ten years ago. She was literally saying like this is the dream of her life. She is not great. Like, she's just, I feel like she reminds me of someone, she's coordinated but has no rhythm, which is so hard to learn, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she was just giving me, like, low energy, but she was having so much fun. Like, I just want her to spend a good amount of time there because, like, I want her to have fun. Jimmy Allen is so good, but, again, it's so easy for a boy to be good. Like, he's very much giving me, like, leading man energy where, like, his partner's doing all the dance work and he's just, like, carrying her around. Whereas, like, Cody and... Cheryl, like, they're both, like, salsaing, like, going, giving it the most. Like, he loves it, you know? Yeah. Um, and who else was remarkable? Oh, Melora Hardin from The Office. Was Jacqueline. Good. She's so good. I just, like, I love her. How was Matt James? Not good. He got bad scores, and they, like, roasted him. Um, and I was reading on Twitter, people were, like, coming for him, like, for his rumba, like, whatever mm. it, it just needs it needs work it's still only week two and to be honest like for a while it's just a popularity contest like there are a bunch of people who need to go home before anyone who has like a substantial instagram following is gonna go home and then it really becomes about the scale yeah but, like for now like we you just tri- and also for now like you do want to see growth so having a bad week in the beginning like will ultimately make your final dance look better oh you know who i thought was good was iman shumpert He's, like, not the best dancer, but he was having so much fun, and he remembered all the steps, and I think that he was really surprising. And then also, they're going to keep him on for a while because LeBron James watched Dancing with the Stars last night and tweeted, and they, like, commented on it on air. They're like, LeBron James is watching. It was, like, crazy. Oh, that's cool for them. Yeah, and Tyra was, like, out here wearing crazy fucking outfits but doing much better than last season. Like, people are a little too hard on her. Like, I was, I wanted to see what people thought of, like, everything. And I was on Twitter, and people are just fucking hard on Tyra. Like, yeah, she was wearing the craziest, stupidest dress you ever saw in your life. But, like, leave, leave her alone. Like, it's, it's a moment. She's a model. Yeah. 
Cool. Well, that sounds like very good. It sounds very good. Um, okay. Did you watch any TV you want to recap? I did, and I just watched a little Outlander, but I was mostly editing the mukbang. So I was oh, just yeah. watching patreon.com slash morning toast all night, and I have to say it was premium content I would recommend to anyone. All right, let's dive into Dear Toasters, our advice segment, which we do every Tuesday. And if you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com, and we will always keep your shit anonymous. Here's the first one. Hi, Claudia and Jackie. I love you guys so much. Congrats on your bebe, Jacks. And Claudia, congrats for simply being you, which is fabulous. Wow, that's pathetic. <laughs> no, I thought that was Like, really you've sweet. accomplished so much, and, like, I'm just, like, over here. It's fine. I'm not, I don't, this is about her. I don't want to make the Dear Toasters about me. But, it, like, you obviously feel But it too. is. <laughs> I love Dear Toasters, and I never thought I'd need to write in, but I'm torn, and I need your input input on what to do. For the past year, my best friends and I have gotten together to get group gifts for each other with the idea being that putting our money together for one big gift would be better than giving each other small and expensive gifts, and it would likely be something that we would all like to have, like a designer piece of jewelry or accessory. Mm -hmm. It was finally my turn, and I was so excited to get my gift. My birthday comes around, and I get a hodgepodge of items from Amazon with the total value of half of what I've coordinated and gotten with everyone else. I know this because your girl got gift receipts. I naturally was bummed because I I was excited to get a nice new item, and instead I got items of significantly less value. And things I've never even asked for nor wanted. Having the money is definitely not the issue here, so I'm not quite sure why I didn't get a nice present when we've been putting in this gift-giving trend for a year. I know you should never expect anything in return, but I just feel like I left. I, I just feel left out, and I'm not sure why my friends didn't spend the money on me. So here's my dilemma: It's time for the next girly girl to get her gift. Do I continue on and coordinate for her to get the same big-ticket item I've coordinated for the rest of the girls no. in the past and be a good friend, or do I mention anything about my lackluster gift? Please help. Sincerely, a disappointed best friend who's trying really hard not to be petty. Oh my God, this would bother the shit out of me. This would bother me so much, especially because there's not that much that you can do without... Without looking like a slob. Yeah, and like that you're like counting everyone. And like, you know, they did get you a gift. No, but like a designer piece of jewelry and things from Amazon, that's like a crazy difference. Yeah. No, you... You have to put your foot down. You I can't know. be a schmuck. I'm you sorry. Yeah, you can't just be like steamrolled over. No, and just like keep buying everyone all of these things and like why didn't they? Well, the reason actually why they didn't get it for you is because you coordinated for everyone else. So let someone else coordinate this time and see what see what happens. I think that's why because I don't want to say like they like you less and and you know I because that seems too obvious. Yeah. I think it's because someone else got put in charge. They waited till the last minute and they sent you some shit from Prime overnight. And on they've Amazon. been used to you like Taking doing all charge. the work. Yeah, I think that's what happened here. Don't take charge. That's the answer here. Do not yeah. take charge. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's raining out there. Stay dry. Have a good one. We got a package. Sorry, that's from the postman. It's just fragile on it. And it has a photo of brew on it. Should, I, should we do a live unboxing? Yeah, because I think it's from this brand that um, had DM me. They they put together some mock-ups of some things they wanted to send me, and it was some of the most incredible-looking stuff because it was, like, all brew merch. Oh, this is not an ad. This is not an ad. It was all brew merch, and they really captured his likeness, and so I was like, I would love to receive these items. Did it occur to you at any moment to get something for your nephew? They didn't, they didn't mock-up do. And I didn't want to be um, like a Haza. So I just accepted what they had for me. Just watch out for the Okay, first up. I hope you guys are watching on YouTube today. Yeah, no, this is about to be some of the most premium shit we've ever seen. Oh my God. Oh my God. Now I know why I don't get anything. It's for babies. (laughs) 
Okay, here are two bibs. Ready? It has a picture of Bruno Show. on it, and it says Bruno. Oh my God, give that to me. And then there's also... This is a onesie, not a bib. Oh, sorry. Then there's also this one that says Best Friends. And there is a bib. Sorry, that's why I got confused. This bib... Oh my God, it just has a picture of Bruno. Look, look at this hand-drawn picture of Bruno. They completely captured his likeness. Completely captured his likeness. There's so much more stuff. By the way, this company is not an ad. And called, there's some stuff for me in there, too, like a crew neck, I remember. Perky Prince. It's called Perky Prince, and oh they will God. capture your pup's likeness. <gasps> a masks with Bruno on it. I'm dying. Do you want to be unboxing this? I just felt like you didn't no, want to. No, like, you're doing uh, a great job. Oh, my God. A gorgeous T-shirt with Bruno. You guessed it. Hold on, there's more. This is the crew neck. This is actually sick. Hand-drawn Bruno Fachemin. Oh, my God. This is sick. That is fucking sick. Thank you, Perky Prince. Wait, there's one more big thing. Oh, my God. Oh, is it? Here. This, I think, is going to be... Where's my sock? Oh, my goodness. Ooh. Okay. Oh. Oh, my God. This is the cutest fucking company. Thank you, Johnny. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We finally have our first piece of brew art. This is gorgeous. That is gorgeous. Oh, my God. What a great time for the postman to come. Hey, this wait is a minute, Mr. Postman. Brew. Oh, hey, my God. Hey, 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 Mr. Postman. Oh, my God. This is so beautiful. It's like I want to hang it in the studio, you know, because we have so much Theo art here. But, but this is Theo's place. <laughs> no kidding. But, but you need it for your house. I need. I don't. You like. You have a wall of Theo right. at home too. So I just need to get started on my brew memorabilia. I can't believe that's a hand like sketched sketch of brew. That's and so they impressive. And he even got like all of his little baby hairs and his, his little freckle on his like nose and his numerous freckles and his just the look of love in his eye. They that got that too. So you, guys, you can get cute. these at perkyprints.com at perkyprints and then hashtag perkyprints. Again, not an ad. Just not great timing. Ad, just great timing and a great product. And they had the picture of brew on the box. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't have opened it live. Okay, so back to this girl who um, is getting like... And sorry to like open all these gifts for me when your oh, issue is... Rubbing that. it in her face. Okay, but here, I think that you need to drop the ball now. Mm -hmm. You need to... Because it hurts too much. Mm -hmm. And fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice. And just say, where do I send the Venmo? Like, do not be in charge and see what happens. Like, if they're now going back to designer duds, then you know it's not because you're not in charge. There's a, another reason that we might have to face. But let's not get, let's not jump to any conclusions. Yeah, but I think it's time for you to relinquish your duties as you were not respected. And you're not going to put up with that. You're not a doormat. I'm, I'm unfortunately in agreement. All right, next up. But I don't think it's because they don't like you. So that's good news. No, but we'll see, like, what happens next. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want but, to bring that up. But of course, up, but no, after you relinquish, then they'll get their shit together. Still, I don't think it's because they didn't like you. I think it's because they didn't have their shit together. Okay. Next up. Dear Claudia and Jackie, first off, I could literally not survive the week without my daily dose of morning toast. Side note, I took a road trip with my fiance two weeks ago and he fell asleep and was abruptly woken up to, it's the final story. Anyway, I'm currently planning my bachelorette party and I'm in a bit of a predicament surrounding the guest list. I have 10 bridesmaids, my three sisters and I are best friends and they make up much of the bridal party, but I wouldn't have it any other way. The rest of my bridal party is some of my best friends some of the best friends a girl could truly ask for. On top of that, I plan on having my mom and a few other close relatives there. Wait, I'm so sorry. I wasn't listening at all. Oh, God. Okay. I'm really sorry. Okay. I was just thinking about the brew items we received. I'm currently planning my bachelorette party, and I'm in a bit of a predicament. 
I have 10 bridesmaids. My three sisters and I are best friends and they make up much of the bridal party, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Okay. The rest of my bridal party is some of the best friends a girl could truly ask for. And then on top of that, for the bachelorette party, I plan on having my mom and a few other close relatives there. Cute. My issue is that I've had other people who are not in the wedding reach out asking me when the bachelorette party will be. Some people. Who are these people? These, these are people f- need to get together and be, have their own party. No, and like we need to like send them, you know, a presentation. A cease and desist. As to how you behave in as a human being. As a human being. So when you are, get invited to a wedding. These are friends that I may not see that often, but we do speak every day or every week. I do suffer from a bit of social anxiety, so events like this already make me anxious. I worry a lot about making sure everyone else is having a great time and I don't love everything being all about me. I hate the idea of anyone being upset with me if they are not invited, considering I do talk to these people often. When they ask me what it is, I usually just tell them we're still planning. My question is, will I regret not inviting everyone and just anyone to such a special event or should I just keep it to my close group of people if I don't invite them what's the best way of going about telling them since I already have a larger bridal party that I'm just going to keep it small sincerely a social anxious who wants to please every bride and toaster okay um if you weren't planning on inviting them they didn't come across your mind even though you said you were inviting people who aren't bridesmaids then they shouldn't be there and you shouldn't just invite them because you feel pressure and because you don't want to be the awkward of saying no like you just need to put together like a text that says what it needs to say which is that in a polite way you know I'm so like honored that you would want to go on this trip for my bridal party but I'm just keeping it to uh bridesmaids only and family members so and maybe these people don't know they're not bridesmaids like how do you say so not you so here I want to say one thing with bachelorette parties I'm very much of the mind that truly the more the merrier like I agree. And so I know that's not for everyone, but having done a bachelorette party where I had, I just invited everyone, even people who weren't bridesmaids, because it's really the more fun people, the better. But because you wanted to, not because yes, they reached so out just, and made you feel uncomfortable. No, but I just want to just say that. Like, I think bachelorette parties, the more people, the more successful. One. Two, if someone is willing, because sometimes with a bachelorette party, it's like people don't want to pay. If somebody's willing to pay to join you to have fun, I'm more inclined to be like, sure, come. So that's just what I want to say. Think about that. Like, if you if you think that, like, you actually really like these people and it's, like, tough for you not to invite them, like, sometimes on a bachelorette party, like, you'll be glad the more people you invite. So I just want to put that out there. I do agree with but you. But if you decide that you don't want them, then we must concoct a plan. Yeah. And I just think it's, like, just honesty is the best policy. Yes. I already, like, have a, a big group going. And just, like, keep keeping to, like, delaying it is not helpful. Yeah. Say, like, thank you for like even wanting to come that's so sweet of you but I'm just keeping it to bridesmaids and family you know because my mom's coming like you know I love blaming things like blame it on your mom like my mom's coming so it's only going to be like a couple girls like no but it's she's going to see pictures it's 10 plus so just invite these girls no because you didn't think about she talks to them every day she said once a week I heard she said she said she said These are friends that I may not see often, but we do speak every day or every week. So we're both right. That is what it looks like. <laughs> um, okay, think about it. If you think these girls would add value to your trip, just invite them and then you don't have to deal with the awkwardness of turning them down. It's no expense to you. But also, this is the time in your life to be selfish. Yes. And do if you don't want them coming for whatever reason, just say like, I'm keeping it to bridesmaids. Yeah. Thank you, though, for even, like... Wanting to celebrate me. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, hope that was helpful. Just invite them. 
Third and final Dear Toasters is brought to you by Bruch, the best electric toothbrush. Bruch, We should have this company make us Kernex with a Bruch on it. A hundred percent. So Bruch is the best electric toothbrush on the market and the official morning toast toothbrush. Every toaster pretty much has their morning, their Bruch. And if you don't, let me tell you why it's worth it. First of all, so many electric toothbrushes can cost over $200, which is just outrageous. But oral care is important, and Bruce is out here bringing you the best electric toothbrush, and it's super affordable compared to those in the market. And they also come in like stunning, beautiful, and smart colors that will just like make you look fabulous. You can get like a cool one for your boyfriend, one for you, one for your girlfriend. Like, it's just everything of the sort. The battery life lasts four weeks, so you could travel with it. And the brush has six unique modes of vibrations, electricity. They also offer a subscription program so you never forget to change your brush head again. They'll ship you a new replacement head every six months so you're never stuck using a worn down brush head. Their electric toothbrush has a modern, aesthetically pleasing design that comes in trend-driven seasonal colors and it looks great on your bathroom counter. Get $15 off your Bruce toothbrush kit and the refill plan when you use code toast at bruce.com. That's $15 off using promo code toast at B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. $15 off using promo code toast, B-R-U-U-S-H dot com. Oh, that's so cute. Okay, you want to hear the third and final one? Yes, I do. I hope we, this can, one is actually, I hope we can do better for this one than we've done for the first two. I'm not going to lie. We've given some wishy-washy I advice. I think that the advice I gave in the last one was actually good. Like, just invite. Like, you'll never regret inviting, like, a bunch of friends somewhere you know what I mean like you will regret not inviting if like let's say in five years you end up being really close with one of these you know what I mean like just invite I think that's actually good advice okay. this one is actually not addressed to just us it's dear Jackie Claudia Dr. Do and Brew I need your advice advice and I've included the boys because I would love she, a male perspective as well she needs she, our voice what she needs our voice she needs our voice never mind you guys heard it yeah I know but I I guess let you out of it. <laughs> I guess let you out of it. You literally, yes. I'm like, what are you talking about? She needs our advice, and she included the boys because she Rats. would have a male perspective. I wish I thought of that. She would include. She wants to include a male perspective. Okay, okay. When it comes to dating, I've always been super picky. I usually know right away whether I can see a future with someone or not. The problem is when I do find a guy I'm interested in, I fall fast and hard and get my heart broken by someone I've known for a month. Mm. It's pathetic, I know. No, it's not. Flashback to two years ago, I go on a date with a guy I met on Hinge. I did not have that first initial obsessive all-in feeling that I usually get with guys that I'm interested in, but I figured I would give him a chance because he honestly looks good on paper and is super attractive. And leaning into that initial intense spark I've had with guys in the past has only left me heartbroken. Love you changing things up. And talk about being self-fucking-aware. <laughs> yeah. Like, knowing what you're good at, what you're not good at, and enacting change. Like, I'm... Yeah, I like, think seeing this course of action hurt you in the past, I'm gonna try something different, you know, get out of my comfort zone. Exactly. So we go on a few dates over the span of a month or so, and I really like him. He's smart, has a great job, and has a wonderful group of friends, and is the cutest dog in the world, <gasps> other than Dew and Brew. Okay. We make the relationship official after two months, but I still don't feel that spark. Flash forward mm -hmm. to the present, we just celebrated our two-year anniversary, and things are going great. So I'm assuming you feel the spark. Our lives fit per No, I think the problem is that she doesn't. Our lives She's fit perfectly. Spark sparkless for two well, years. Why don't you let me finish and we can find out. Our lives fit perfectly together and we talk about getting engaged and our future. The only problem is I still don't feel that spark. I even feel like we skipped the whole honeymoon phase because I wasn't head over heels for him. I really love him and our life is great, but I'm just worried he's not the one. Am I watching too many couples on TikTok and being overly yes. critical of my own relationship? Watch Downton Abbey. Or should I throw all of this away in the hopes of finding Mr. Right? Please help and unsure toaster. Okay. This girl's so smart. Like she knows what she's feeling might be irrational. And you know what? I'm here to tell you, like, I do think it is. 
I you said have, I really love him. I have some advice that I don't, that's probably going to sound like the wrong advice, but just hear me out, okay? okay? Because of course, like you should feel spark and love and honeymoon phase, but really most of the couples that have all of that, it doesn't equate to long-term success at or all. Or a successful marriage. Yeah. And so the things that you guys have in common, even though it did sound like a little superficial, but maybe I'm assuming there's more if there's two years worth of relationship here. Mm -hmm. The things that you guys have in common are a really good foundation for a marriage, which is about more than spark. Because as we've said, those butterflies up and leave in two fucking months. And they turn straight into gas. And they don't come back. And honestly, I think like if you're spending your whole life chasing a spark, like that's not a a realistic way of ending up in a long-term relationship. Relationships, marriage, commitment is about so much more than spark. It's about partnership. It's Compatibility. About communication. Support. Belief in the same things. Yeah, same values. Philo- philosophical. Yep. So when you say like that you don't have a spark, but you respect this man and you've found a way to spend all your time with him for two and years. And you love him very much. That's literally what she said. I say that that's a pretty good foundation for marriage. And when you think about like Downton Abbey, you mm-hmm. know, and all these marriages that were Successful. arranged marriages like so many years ago where, you know, at first there was no spark and there probably wasn't going to be spark for a long time, but eventually there was love. Right. And you fall so deeply in love with each other every day, every year. And you know what? That reminds me of Indian matchmaking. Yes. Like, they started every episode of the show with this cup with like a different couple who was, you know, really old school arranged marriage. And they were some of like the healthiest, funniest couples I ever saw in my life. Not saying that this is an arranged marriage, but all I'm saying is like watching so many movies and books, like you're supposed to think that like you meet someone in that second you get the spark and you just know. And that's really like not how realistic marriages work. So I do think we've become like fan, like we just fantasize and we've been like taught that a relationship is supposed to start and end in this one way. When at the end of the day, that's just like not realistic. Yeah. And that's my opinion. I agree. I think and you should so marry this man. I think you should marry this man. And just to let us know, like, if we're right in our hypothesis, that, yeah. like, this could be the stuff of a really long-term successful marriage. And I wish you, honestly, the best of luck with that because not many people have it. But it's, it really sounds all really fabulous. And you sound like a great girl with, like, such a great head on her shoulders. Yeah. Love that for you. Mm. That was Dear Toasters, our advice segment. So if you ever want to write in, if you're having a problem you want our fabulous advice on, deartoasters at gmail.com. And if you've written in and we have read your prompt on air and you either followed or did not follow our advice, we would love to hear an update from you. Deartoasters at gmail.com with an update, please. That's our show. Anything you want to say before I wrap up? No. I mean, it's been a journey, this show. And it's been a pleasure as well. It's been a pleasure. And I hope everyone has an amazing day. Go watch our mukbang at patreon.com slash the morning toast. And we will see you tomorrow. Thank you guys so much for listening to The Morning Toast, the millennial morning show, where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere. Podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us The Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. And if you've made it to the end of this episode, congratulations. You are now a member of the Society, season two. And to let us know that you are a true toaster who listens to the end of the episode because you care about what we have to say, drop an emoji on our most recent Instagram. Drop the emoji of of, um, there's so many things from today. What's it gonna be? The witch, like something witchy. Give me witchy, witchy vibes. Yeah, like witchy, yeah, witchy vibe. A potion. A crystal ball. A, a cauldron. cauldron. Jinx. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye.